Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're talking with Hannah Esch of Oak Barn Beef in Unadilla, Nebraska. Hannah started Oak Barn Beef to sell her family's beef direct to consumer and has built this business from the ground up while she has been a full-time student at the University of Nebraska at Lincoln. She's talking about all the things she's learned along the way about educating consumers and working with butchers and how they differentiate their product, plus how she landed her dream internship with Five Marys Farms. So here we go with Hannah Esch. All right. Well, we're here today with Hannah Esch of Oak Farm Beef in Unadilla, Nebraska. Hannah, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Well, we're excited to have you. So while you have not always been a country girl, you have had a really fun journey becoming one. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I grew up in Longmont, Colorado until I was 13. And we had eight acres there where we had show cattle, but I didn't really have a lot of other involvement in agriculture. And so when I was 13 and we moved back to Nebraska, um, what I would have described as my parents trying to ruin my life at that point at 13, (laughs) um, it turned out to be a really good move for me because I was really... I flourished in the agriculture community. It was so fun to come back and learn more about the current issues in the beef industry, be involved in a cow-calf herd every single day, and I absolutely fell in love with it. So I have two older sisters who, they live in a city and are both uh, in business, but I'm kind of the odd duck out to be an animal science major at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. So when did you first have the idea for Oak Barn Beef and actually selling your family's beef direct to consumer? So my dad and I actually started selling our family beef. Uh, My sophomore year of college is when I got really involved. Um, I had been in the entrepreneurship program on campus and decided or wanted to be an entrepreneur, just didn't know what quite yet. So I had the opportunity of being a Nebraska beef ambassador. So I traveled across the state and talked to concerned consumers about cattle raising practices and was teaching youth about where beef comes from. And when a third grader from a rural community had told me that eggs come from cows because they're next to the milk in the grocery store, I just realized the huge educational gap. And I knew that was something I was always passionate about was filling that gap. But I thought, what better way than really diving into it and putting a positive face to the farmer and being able to tell our story as we sell our beef directly to consumers. So with such a big idea and a big vision, how did you figure out where to start? The Angler Entrepreneurship Program that I was, that I've been really involved in was the perfect place to start because they teach hands-on entrepreneurship. It's not just sitting in a classroom and learning about business plans and customer validation, all of those things, which are extremely important, but it was more so freshman year, I'll never forget that we were given $50 and they were like, okay, start a business with this. And mine was a dog walking business. I think I walked one dog. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've grown a lot since then. Um, But just learning through those experiences helped and they pushed me to go outside of my comfort zone. 
So I started researching companies across the United States that had very similar businesses to what I was trying to build. And when I came across Five Mary's Farms out of Northern California, um, I realized that was basically my dream business. So they ship their beef, pork, and lamb directly to consumers across the United States, um, hold retreats out on their ranch that allows people from more urban areas to experience farm life and see where their food is coming from. And on top of that, use social media to educate about farm life. And I knew that if I wanted to really jump into this business, that's gonna be my perfect person to learn from. So I wrote Mary and Brian a letter and I asked if I could move out to their ranch for the summer and work for them and learn everything I possibly could. And it was such a good experience. Just gave me a step up from just trying to do local to growing a national company and I learned how to ship like a perishable product, which is extremely hard. But most importantly, I saw like this amazing woman running a business and making these decisions on the fly. And it gave me the confidence to realize that everyone doesn't have it all figured out, but you figure it out as you go. So instead of waiting to do these things, if you figure it out as you go, and she gave me the confidence to come back and really jump into owning my own business. I love it. We are both big fans of Mary. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I want you to talk a little bit more about, though, is they had never had an intern before. Yeah. So you were the first one, and you writing this letter actually is what convinced them to say, yeah, we'll try it. Yeah, it was pretty lucky yeah. at this point. Could, it, could you imagine getting a letter from a girl in Nebraska that wants to move out to your ranch? But it was such a good experience because it was the first time, too, I think. So I was basically a part-time nanny, part-time farm help, uh, shipped beef orders, did I think I did dishes for eight hours some days during the retreat. So <laughs> it was really a little bit of everything, which was such a good experience to see every aspect too. And they've continued their internship program since then with seasonal interns. And I think they've had a lot of good ones who got that same experience as I did. Yeah, I think you left a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> Hope so. Yes. <laughs> So with your internship and then that being combined with the entrepreneurship program, that really gave you kind of a leg ahead when you started this, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. The Angler Entrepreneurship Program, it basically just gave me the tools and the mentorship to start this business and run with it. Just a month ago, I ran into the building like about in tears and had to talk to one of the mentors because I was having... Uh, a business issue and just he was just like okay just take care of what you can and that's that's it but just having someone there too that gives you that advice and is able to <laughs> just be a mentor and and there for you check in and that's been such a big difference maker and I think that's one of the things as an entrepreneur it's easy to feel alone because you're doing it all alone so to have that support is incredible. Yeah, absolutely and so many other students like me who are just trying to start businesses and have those same wants in life and having that community there too that everyone relates to has been a huge difference maker as well. Yeah I bet. So with school and this business how do you manage it all? Do you ever have moments where you have to be intentional not to let the business just consume you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
it's really hard. My last semester was one of my toughest semesters in in school, my first semester of senior year. And I had basically been doing Oak Barn Beef full-time all summer to get it up to a point that hopefully I can do it full-time when I graduate. And so combining that, I would work basically all day, go to class in between the times and go back to work. But it'd be you have to be intentional about what you're spending your time on too. And luckily enough, in college, people stay up pretty late. So <laughs> being able to work for however long and then still be able to hang out with your friends at night has kind of balanced that out. But um, that also doesn't leave a lot of time for sleeping, right. which was a <laughs> big lesson I learned last semester. I need to take those breaks too and kind of do some self-care, um, which a lot of people talk about, but it's a lot easier uh, said than done for sure. So just knowing when I need those breaks too, and sometimes you can't take them right away, but during Christmas, I was absolutely exhausted after finals and that's our most busiest time of the year for sure. Wow. And it pushed through um, to be like that busy until last week. So January uh, 6th was our first ship day after Christmas. And up until that point, I had been like working still and just knowing there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Wow. And I have been able to relax this last week, kind of take everything slow. And now I'm replenished and ready to go back at it again. Good for you. Wow. So when you started it, how did you start to get the word out? How did you let people know we're selling this beef and educate them about mm -hmm. what that all looks like? Yeah, social media is a powerful tool. And that's something that I've really used and partially because of Five Mary's Farms. By that experience of going out and being their intern, Mary was nice enough to tag me in a lot of posts. And I got a lot of followers from that experience that kind of gave me a step up too. So I, I think I went there with about 200 followers and left with 2,000. So just knowing that many more people who are watching my story and watching my business grow, that was one thing that really allowed people to get the word out. But she also taught me about what they call farm stands, which, which has been a big difference maker. So what I've adapted that to is pairing with other businesses and holding events because I don't have a brick and mortar shop. So I've been pairing with breweries and vineyards um, to hold events that people can try our beef, um, get samples, and potentially purchase the product there too, which has been good for a local area. But social media has just been such a difference maker in that too. That's incredible. And you have gotten into some restaurants too now, right? Yeah, I do supply to one restaurant in the Lincoln area. So that was really exciting and a learning process there too. I That's bet. completely different than I've ever done before. So we're looking for more. So yeah, good. If any listeners are local and have uh, recommendations, let me know. <laughs> Perfect. So how have you differentiated your beef from other beef on the market? So our beef, one extra step that we take is we DNA test all of our cattle, which can tell us which cattle are going to produce the highest quality beef. So we use a company called Neogen, which is their DNA testing branch is actually based out of Lincoln. So I've been on numerous tours in their building and can see all of the back work of that too. So as an animal science major, I totally geek out about the whole process. But they can tell us the tenderness gene of the animal, the marbling gene, ribeye area, all of these different traits. And we only select the top 
top cattle to go into our program so that they're higher quality from the beginning. Um, so right now they're all, uh, they stay on our family farm until they reach market weight and then we take them to a USDA butcher where they dry age the beef there too. And so base, I explained that like giving a fine cheese or wine time to mature. So that's the same process, but it allows the beef to become a lot more tender and flavorful because of that. And so it, with those two things, it makes a really premium product. So that's one way we differentiate it. And then the other way is just sharing our story. Every farm is unique. So by sharing that story, it's people know their farmer. And hopefully they trust you and want to buy your beef and support you because of knowing that. Yeah. What is it about buying beef directly from a farmer that customers love so much? Like, what do you hear from them most about? I think the biggest thing is that they know exactly who that's coming from. It's important to me that people understand where their food is coming from because then they can fully appreciate the product. And not only are they knowing all of the work that we put in to raise such a premium product and take care of those animals and give them the best life possible, but it's also just a different experience to know exactly where that animal came from and have been on that farm. And by they know by buying beef directly from a farm or a small business, they're also supporting that, that family farm, which makes a huge difference. And we've, we've seen it directly just by having those supporters and getting maybe a little bit higher price than we would in the commodity market. It, it supports us and allows us to keep going and keep growing and doing what we're passionate about. That's great. What do you think has been the biggest thing you've had to educate people about in your business? Right now, the, um, the environmental impacts of cattle are a huge question. So I was just talking to my roommates about this last night, actually. Um, but I just didn't realize the impact that people thought that cattle were making. So just sharing some of the practices that we use as ranchers to ensure that our land is taken care of, to ensure that those cattle are, are doing the same things that they were made for. And then um, I also like to educate about all of the advances in science, too, that help that. So one of my favorite scientific studies has been that researchers found that an ingredient in seaweed, it can be fed to cattle, and it actually decreases their methane release. So, like, we're constantly growing and researching on how to make our product better. Um, And and sharing the statistics as well that are coming out about their, their true impact. That's fascinating. (laughs) So what opportunities has this business opened up for you besides getting to intern at Five Marys? (laughs) I've had so many opportunities because of Oak Barn Beef, whether that's been amazing interviews like this and getting to meet people, um, speaking at the Farm Her conference on the... um, on the Be Bold panel, that was like on my life bucket list to be at a Farm Her conference speaking. And so to do that this year when I'm 22 actually was like one of the proudest moments when I got that call from Marty. But also, I think there's just so many resources as a student to start a business, so many people willing to help you out, like like Five Marys. They'd, they were willing to have me come out to their farm when I trying to build a business just like theirs, but they wanted to support us because the future. Yes. (laughs) Um, In addition to that, just all of the people I've met too who are so willing to support and help. 
uh, grow this business and watch me learn and help me learn has been amazing. I think that's a great quality about entrepreneurs is they it's kind of like we're all in this together and we understand what each other's going through. Mm -hmm. And so it is nice to have that support and it's nice that people are so gracious. Yes, absolutely. Always willing to give a helping hand. Yeah. And then it's also brought a lot of great experiences. So specifically with um, business pitch competitions, I actually had the opportunity to pitch to Shark Tank when they were having wow. yeah they were having a casting call in Lincoln, and so I had one minute to pitch to Shark Tank, which is crazy, but that was so cool to be able to say I did that. Um, and then I also pitched in a business competition that is held on campus that the first place gets twenty five thousand dollars to invest in their business, which has saved me so much. Um, I I was able to, or I won that last year, so I was able to invest that in my business, uh, actually to buy cattle, which took up a lot of that money, (laughs) but I would have had to get a loan otherwise, so it was such a good investment from putting in the time and work to share my company, but just all of the people I've met through the business, too, have absolutely blessed my life in more ways than just friendship but and just meeting people from across the country that I would have never been able to connect with without Oak Barn Beef. I can totally agree the people make it so much fun. Mm -hmm. I've also grown a lot with my parents because of this so they they are extremely involved which I am so blessed for because there's absolutely no way I'd be able to run this business without Um, living on the farm without them so just always having somebody willing to to help out Um, my dad feeds the cattle every day my mom's always willing to give a helping hand whether that's moving beef in selling beef jerky when I'm not there everything like that so just growing in that relationship and learning from them as business owners has been such a cool experience I love that well what have been some of the talk to us about challenges What have been some of the things you've had to overcome through the process? So I think I fail every single day. Um, Whether it's a small failure or a big failure, every single day. So some experience or some examples of that um, are with just communication with the butcher. So let's say I didn't put in cutting instructions the the right way and got steaks cut wrong, something along those lines. Like dealing with those things, it's an everyday thing or a customer relation where I, when I'm trying to educate and trying to explain things. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to adapt this so that it can be better next time. But I always try to take that mindset into it too. What, what can I do to improve this to make sure it doesn't happen again? So that I do fail every, every single day. I think that's common for entrepreneurs, (laughs) but we learn from it. Yeah, definitely. What's been your favorite part of this journey? My favorite part is just not knowing if I can do something and being able to do it. So I just those kind of surprises where something's a really big challenge and I know it's going to be really tough, but when when you're able to do that, you you just get so surprised by yourself, I yeah, guess, is yeah. what I try to say. Um, that's one of my favorite parts, pushing your limits. Another one is just all of the great people I've been able to meet. Um, 
whether that's Instagram followers and the friends I've made on Instagram or the great connections with people who I've been able to interview with on a podcast or uh, customers that I get to talk to on the phone or deliveries in person. I've gained a lot of new friends from, from deliveries and meeting everybody and being able to create friendships that way. That's great. Well, what advice would you have for someone thinking about starting a business, especially someone in college thinking about starting a business? Yeah. College is the best time to start a business just because of all of the resources that you have and all the people who are willing to help because you're a student. It's also some free time in your life. If you're not working a full-time job, it gives you something to really focus on. Um, But for everyone, I think just start it. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. So by, by just doing it, you're already taking a step that a lot of people won't take. So whether that's launching your website or posting on Facebook for the first time about this new business you want to start. Just take that step and do it because it'll be worth it. Yes. So with being surrounded by mentors and people who are really willing to help you build this business on campus, what's the best advice one of your mentors has given you? Well, I touched on this one a little bit earlier, but when the past month when I had ran up here almost in tears talking to him and he was like, just take care of what you can. That's been honestly the best thing that's been sticking in my mind for the the last month is just take care of what you can in this business. I'm kind of a worrywart. So just being able to think about it that way, that was a really good piece of advice for me. The other best piece of advice I'd say was really pushing me to go outside of my comfort zone to go to Five Marys. That would have definitely never happened without the support of these mentors. So just saying you can do it almost has made a huge difference. And then one of the favorite, the famous sayings around the entrepreneurship program is fail fast, fail forward, fail cheap. And so that's been something that I've kept on my mind a lot as I've been building this business. Um, Like I said earlier, there's nothing wrong with failures. We fail every single day. But by failing fast and failing forward, and hopefully cheap, that doesn't always happen, but um, that just puts you back on the right step to make that next decision. And I think that's been a really valuable lesson too. Well, tell us a little bit about your hometown and what you love about living there. So my hometown's about um, 20 minutes away from Lincoln, Nebraska, and 40 minutes away from Omaha, Nebraska. So we're so close to two pretty large cities, so a lot of people do commute to work, um, but still have that same hometown, smaller town feel, which I've absolutely loved growing up in. Uh, Knowing everybody has its goods and bads, as anyone (laughs) in a rural community will tell you, but the community there is also some of the most supportive people who just want the best for you. And I think that speaks for almost every every smaller community too. But I think our community also knows the importance of supporting the community. So uh, like I said, with the commuter towns, it's really easy to just stop at the big stores and not support the local businesses. But it's becoming a pretty well-known fact that if you want those businesses to be there you have to continue supporting them 
and just can continue supporting the town. So whether that's donations for our, the new softball complex or um, a big, we have a German fest every, every year, which is a huge fundraiser too. Our community is, is good at, at supporting each other. I also think that this business really supports more communities than just mine. So, um, for example, our butcher is in Diller, Nebraska, and we get dry ice from Beatrice, Nebraska, and we have a lot of customers in Syracuse, Nebraska. So just a lot of different communities, and you're impacting more than, than just your local one, but it is so important for everyone in smaller towns to support those local businesses. What do you love most about rural living when you're there, yes, when you're not on campus? Yes. <laughs> I like that there's also time to think. So I really get caught up in sometimes when I'm at in Lincoln and at school, it's just so easy to go, go, go. But rural living allows you to take that time and appreciate the silence and also whether I'm mowing the lawn for three hours or however long, it gives you those tasks that you can think about more than just yourself or what's coming next. New business ideas. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's next for you and Oak Barn Beef? So I'll graduate in May this year. So some big life changes are coming and there's still a lot of question marks. Um, but the biggest thing I... I'm going to do Oak Barn Beef full-time when I graduate. So that's something I recently excited or decided, and I'm very excited about. Um, and just hoping to continue to grow this business. I think that it can make a pretty big impact on not only my community, but on families across the U.S. So I hope to continue being able to do that. So I'm not sure exactly where it's going to take me quite at th yet at this point, but it's definitely a journey. Well, we're excited to follow along and see. <laughs> so where do we follow along and keep an eye on everything you have going on? Yeah, so Facebook and Instagram are the platforms I use the most. So it's at Oak Barn Beef on both of those platforms. And I love to share about what we're doing, whether that's on the farm or in, in the business. So I, and those followers are so fun to connect with. So please give us a follow. Yes. And people can order beef through your website then too, yeah, right? Yeah. Oakbarnbeef.com. We have uh, different beef bundles there, uh, individual cuts and a subscription box. So if anybody, <laughs> yeah. So check out the website too. Okay. Well, we'll be sure to link to all that in the show notes. <laughs> Hannah, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. It's been so fun. Yes. And congratulations on starting a business while you're in college. You are a huge inspiration. Thank you. Yes. You are too. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I am so impressed with Hannah and how she has made the most of the opportunities available to her as a student. We wish her all the best and I am so excited to follow along and see how she continues to grow this business when she graduates. I actually first met Hannah at the Farm Her event she mentioned and that's the same event that started the idea for our Live Rural survey. Whether you live rural or not, we'd love for you to take a minute to fill out our survey to help us gain some important insights. Go to ruralrevival.co slash liveruralsurvey, and then please share this link with your friends so we can get this in front of as many people as possible. Huge thanks to Hannah for being on the podcast, and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.